my LFA family. How are you today? Episode number 49. We are one show away. Episode number 49 of Rise Up, folks. We're here. We made it. Producer Eli is here. We had such a great weekend. Uh, I have a lot to get through, not only in news today, but so much to talk about uh, in the word and in the name of God. It's just a wonderful blessing that we are back here on a beautiful, bright, loving, blessed Monday morning. Um, I, I, I just, it's worth smiling about. It is worth smiling about pretty much everything that we have, the, the ability to just, just you watching this stream right here is, is the biggest lottery you could ever win. You know what I mean? Just the simplest things. And we, as an LFA family, we find comfort in the simplest of things. We find hope. We find mercy, we find grace, and ultimately we find salvation in the simplest of things. And that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, that somebody like Solomon was not only the wisest man to ever live, but had, the, had more riches than you could ever, ever want here on earth. And he was one of the most torn, afflicted souls to ever live. Definitely 
not a joyful, happy person. And he had everything, including all the wisdom you could ever want. Including all the wisdom you could ever want. Jesus gave up everything. All that he had. All the riches in heaven. And he was joyful and happy. So you see, we can find joy in the little things. Eli, how are we doing out there? Everything looking good, my friend? Sound good? All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to pull up the Rumble chat before we do anything because it is a Monday morning here on LFA TV today. Um, one second. There we go. There's that LFA family. Okay, let's pull up the Rumble chat. And here we go. We've got Cat352 watching this morning. Rise and shine, Cat. Good to see you. Audrey Jane is in the building. Jeremy, you look good in red. Thank you for being here. You can't beat God. Well, thank you, Shelly. Thank you very much. Somebody asked how the dance was. The father-daughter dance was absolutely amazing. And I want to thank you all. I will post some pictures. Just had a very busy weekend. Have not been able to do that. Stopped at a red light. Wanted to say love you all. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Caden is listening, says Amanda. Jeremy, he is sick today, but he is listening. Well, we hope uh, uh, we pray for restoration and healing over you, buddy. All right. Buck Buster is here in the building watching this morning. Bobby Mannion said pray for us for safety on these campuses. Yes, I was thinking about that this weekend, and we'll talk about that here in just a little bit. Um, one Rumble Dog is here. CQ707. How are you? Good to see you this morning. We've got R. Walsh in here, a Texas Patriot in the building. We have I. Am Sullivan. Marilyn Dockendorf says, good morning, Rise Up family. Well, good morning, girl. How are you? And one more here. Anything on James O'Keefe? Well, the funny thing about that is still not a single thing on James O'Keefe. But you know what Project Veritas is definitely uh, trying to do is they posted two videos this weekend. Uh, one that has James O'Keefe in it, not, not new. But they want to keep James O'Keefe's face alive, but yet still no word from James O'Keefe. So, you know, a couple more here. Pray for me. Nine months ago, my husband went to heaven, says Sherry. Well, we know that he's up there loving everything about where he is and can't wait for you to get there. Uh, God bless this house and my family. Love you, J.H. from Shannon Martinez in Michigan. And Jen Green is in the building. God bless you all. Thank you for being here. Yeah, we had a great weekend. We have 734 people watching here on Rise Up Rumble here on Rum on our Rumble channel, LFA TV. If you're new to the channel or if you're new to the show, if you're watching maybe for the first time, do not forget to hit that subscribe button. Definitely subscribe to this channel. We have nine hours of, of um, very diverse, very amazing programming all day long from 9 a.m. till 6 p.m. every single day, Monday through Friday. Very diverse uh, but all for the love of the Lord and all for the uh, right side of politics. And for those watching on Roku and Firestick Digital TV, welcome this morning. God bless you. I hope you're sipping on your beautiful, wonderful Rise Up coffee this morning as we are here. And we want to encourage you to also sign up and have a profile on Rumble, okay? Sign up and have a profile on Rumble. Dave5053, did you get my email in urgent need? Yes, we did, Dave. And we have about seven or eight other people that are also in urgent need. So I kind of have to just do it in in line. And I apologize for that. But so many people have, you know, needs where they needed stuff yesterday, just like you, brother. And uh, we'll try to get to you as soon as we possibly can, okay? I promise you. All right? 
Um, but yes, I encourage you to have a Rumble account because if you don't have a Rumble account, then you definitely can't join in on the live chat and you definitely can't uh, Rumble rant if you want to. So make sure you do that. Please share the video and whatever you do, do not forget to hit the thumbs up, the like button. It's simple. If you have a profile, you can do it. And we definitely need more and more people to like these videos, okay? Let's get to the Lord's uh, to the Lord for prayer. Let's ask Him to bless this uh, network and this podcast, this show, and uh, and the future of Rise Up, as well as ask for healing and restoration and uh, and prayers to be answered for all of our LFA family members like David who are in dire need and need help immediately. Uh, let's pray for that as well, okay? So let's remove your hats if you're wearing one. Lord and Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you so very much for bringing us through trials, for bringing us through tribulations, for bringing us through valleys so that we can eventually reach the mountaintops and look back at what we went through in order to have wisdom. Lord, we know that we find hope in some of the worst places on this planet. Lord, we ask that you bring us through those times in order to have wisdom. There's a difference between intelligence and wisdom. There's a difference in being smart and being wise. And Lord, we know that the only way to get to wisdom is by going through those tough times. So we ask that you bring us through them. But we ask that you bring us through them safely, Lord, so that we can, can come out the other side. Give all glory to you for having that journey and for the things that we learned during that journey so that we can ultimately pass them on to other people so that we can bring more people to the kingdom of heaven. Father, we pray for this podcast and this network that it continues to go to build and, and continues to reach new heights. Uh, we've experienced last week was our largest week here on LFA TV in terms of views, viewership and reach. And we thank you for that because we know that every soul we reach is hearing the word and hearing the gospel at some point during the show. So we thank you. Lord, we also ask that you heal uh, those that are uh, feeling or uh, experiencing physical pains and diseases and, and sickness in our chat today and around the world. We ask that, uh, that our newsletter gets shared to everybody because you never know whose eyes it's going to open and whose heart it's going to touch. Lord, we also, also ask for blessings and prayers for those who are in financial need. There are so many people that need money yesterday, and we're going to try to do everything we can to get to everybody, but we pray that you intervene in their lives in some other way as well until we can. We pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, guys. That's right. Amanda Collins said, sign up for the morning newsletter because it's very important that you continue to stay connected with the show in multiple ways, folks. And uh, that's one of the ways that you stay connected with the show. Okay. Uh, so let's, uh, let's get right to our, uh, our, our basically our slurp of the day. Uh, please lift up your coffee. Hope folks, if you've not heard, we do have our own coffee here now on jeremyherald.com you know that there was no way in the world i was gonna continue to grow this show and do everything else without my own coffee and of course we have two amazing beautiful gourmet um flavors styles we have the dark rich gourmet sumatra and we have the light medium roast which is the american pecan and i'm going to tell you what either will fill your home with the most beautiful smells so try out our rise up coffee and of course ladies and gentlemen want to give a big shout out to cherokee rose coffee for partnering with us and roasting this coffee for us and uh you can get this at jeremyherald.com the next thing we'll do uh is get coffee clubs going and we will try to get decaf and k-cups okay that's what we'll try to do we're going to go into one minute prayer for dads now if you guys have this book um we're going to open to page 35 today. 
And by the way, if you don't have this book, ask your wife for this book for you for Christmas or for Father's Day or for any present, even for your birthday, folks. Even for your birthday, it's a great book. It's also good to have for moms and grandmas and grandpas too. It's just a, it's a book dedicated to fathers, but there's so many lessons to learn in it. I don't want to just isolate God's word to dads, although that's who this book is geared towards. So 35, page 35, and it's called Immerse Yourself. And we're going to be reading from 1 Timothy 4, 14 and 15, okay? All right, 4, 14 and 15. Do not neglect the gift that you have which was given to you by prophecy when the council of elders laid their hands on you. Practice these things. Immerse yourself in them so that all may see your progress. Before I read any more of that book, I am spending a lot of time trying to figure out how to maximize the 24 hours that God gives us in a day because it is a lie for you to say or for you to hear anybody else say that there isn't enough time in a day. There is. There is. There's plenty of time in a day to achieve everything that you want, both quality and quantity. It's how you prioritize your days your 24-hour days that defines your life. And what I've been trying to do lately is prioritize my time correctly. And in doing so, what I figured out is that society has been lying to us about our relationship with our children. Let me rephrase that. No, let me not rephrase it. Let me say that again the same way I said it. Society has been lying to us about the relationship that we are supposed to have with our children. And that is why so many marriages fail. Now, I was speaking to God this weekend, and I was thanking God for all of the crap that I had to go through in this world to get to where I am now. Had it not been for the wisdom that I collected throughout all of the things that I've been through. I was in the army. I was in prison. I've been a lot of different places for my 43 years of age. And I realized why now that I've been through everything that I went through. And it was so that I could collect the wisdom and so that I could be where I am today. And in doing so, I realized that God has given us a structure of our life that we've not been following. Now, we all know that quality is better than, or quality, quantity is not better than quality. Quality of time that you spend with your children is far better than quantity. However, the big lie that society has told us is that we are supposed to put our children first. That's not true. Actually, we're not even supposed to put our children second. No. Nope. First of all, we're supposed to put God first. God gets all the glory. Our wives and our spouses come second. Our children come third. Why do you think so many families that have good moms and dads who do nothing but cart their kids around everywhere, bring their kids to everything they need to get to, go and they show, they show up at every single game, and then when they're not in the games, on the weekends... They are supposed to, that you see these moms and dads spending all their waking time with their children. And then they get divorced. And you wonder why. 
I spend every waking moment outside of my job with my children so that they can get quality time with their dad when he can give it to them so that I know my children and I know everything about them. And in doing so, I put them before my wife. Not a smart thing to do, folks. Not a smart thing to do. As a matter of fact, God's plan is to put your spouse first, your children, at, or your, God first, your spouse second, your children third. And in doing so, you keep a healthy foundation for your family and you keep a healthy marriage. So what I started doing was I started taking time away from my children and give it to my wife, whom I have been neglecting for far too long. Now, Sabrina has never complained. Sabrina has never told me that I need to change my ways. Sabrina has never tried to put herself above my children. She has always allowed me to be super dad. And I realized something this weekend, how wrong I've been. So what I did this weekend is I still spent beautiful and wonderful time with my children. But guess what? Instead of giving them Friday afternoon, Saturday and Sunday, I gave them Friday afternoon and evening. I gave them Saturday and then Saturday evening and Sunday was God and my wife's time. And I never did that before. I never did that before. And, I, and now that I've, now that I'm, I've, I actually started doing it for the last couple weeks, but I really, really realized it this week. And I got to tell you, my wife and my, my wife and my relationship is getting stronger by the hour because of it. And it just goes and it goes to show you that again, society lies to you. You're not, or I should say the devil lies to you. The devil uses that as the same way. He says, you're not doing enough. You're not doing enough for your kids. Do you know that my kids have everything we're not rich and my kids have everything yes you're right my wife does deserve all your time but god comes first that's why i said god first wife second children third my children have so much in life and again we're not rich but they have everything they could ever want and do you know what when i asked my children three years ago i'll never forget this what do you want for christmas and they couldn't even tell me what they wanted i realized my kid have ever had everything now i realize that not only do my kids have everything material everything but they have everything that they could ever need in a father a father who's there every week a father who knows everything about their lives and a father who does everything he can with them. And now I need to give that give. I need to take some of that time away from them and I need to give it to my wife because without me and my wife, my children have no life. And again, the devil just lies to you. The devil says you're not being good enough. A father, you're not being a good enough mother. You're not doing enough. No, folks. No, no. Lord, I know there's really no such thing as being a part-time dad. That would be like you being a part-time God. My calling is to be a dad 24-7. And part of that, folks, is being a good husband. You cannot be a good dad unless you have a good family nucleus. You cannot be, have a good family nucleus unless you have a strong marriage. And you cannot have a strong marriage unless you give adequate and appropriate time to your wife. Or your husband. And I just it just clicked undawned on me, you know. I pray that as I walk out my dad immersion, my progress will be evident to all, especially my kids. 
They are a gift I do not neglect. Just as you do not neglect your children. However, what happens if you neglect your spouse? Then you're going to be doing a lot of neglect, uh, not a lot of neglecting towards your children. Understand? You see what I'm saying, folks? Father, today may all praise go to you for your intricate care of us, your children. Well, my wife is also his child. Am I supposed to give all of my love and attention towards my children because of their age and because they that I am in charge of their lives? It's really incredible, folks. It really is when you really spend time with God and you try to prioritize your time and then you start realizing how much, how wrong you are, how much you've been living the wrong way. Now, will my children miss out on spending every waking moment with me on the weekends? No, they won't. No, they won't. Because just like everything else, folks, there is too much of anything is bad, right? Too much of anything is bad. Too much of what is good for you is even bad. Except for God. You can't get too much God. But everything here on this earth, too much of anything is bad. Well, guess what? Spend giving all your waking time to your children when you're not at work and not your spouse is also very bad. It will get them, it will make them um, so dependent and it will give, it will make them feel like you are at their beck and call. Then they start treating you as their servant or their, or their assistant or their bank rather than their father. And there must be boundaries. Jesus even had boundaries. Jesus gave up everything to have boundaries. Well, guess what? Our time with our children, there is a boundary. And there is a such thing as spending too much time with your children. Because when you spend too much time with your children, you neglect your spouse. And that, that is very, very dangerous. So just remember that, folks. All those who still have young children. God is good, says Marky. Jeremy, your sermon this morning is in line with what is going on in my children's life. No accident that I'm here this morning. Thank you, Marky. It's no accident that anybody's here. God has you all here for a reason. That is why I beg you to share the video out. Harry says, so because he neglect me, I put all my focus on my kids. Oh, so you're saying because you are neglected, you give all your time and focus to your kids. I understand that. I understand that. And I did not touch on it being the other way around, right? I did not touch on that being the other way around. That is something that we must consider. What happens if you are the neglected? What do you do? If you are the neglected and you are not the one doing the neglecting to your spouse, do you give all of that neglected time to your children? I'd say that's still dangerous. Again, just go to the rule too much of anything is dangerous. Too much of anything can hurt. Instead, find a way to crack your spouse's hardened heart. So many people have brought their family or their, their husbands or their wives here, and this show has helped. I'm not saying this show would help. I'm just saying it could. I would say don't give that neglected time to your children, not all of it anyway, Find a way to use that neglected time to spend loosening and, and, and unhardening your spouse's heart. That would be my best advice to you. Now, Mima Becky had a birthday Friday. So, you know what we got to do, folks. 
Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Mima Becky. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, girl. Now, Lisa said he neglected all three of us. Again, I get it. I 100% I, I get it. And that is a hard choice. Do you spend all that neglected time with the children who are even being neglected? Well, let me just tell you this. You can never fill that hole for them. Just because they are neglected from their father doesn't mean that you are going to fill that neglecting hole, that neglected hole for them by giving them more of your time. That neglected hole will never be filled. That is a hole that is, that is a scar that is given to them. You're not going to fill that. So remember, maybe you need to give yourself time. Maybe if you are a neglected person and your children are also neglected, remember, you're not going to fill that hole for them that their neglected father has given them or has created for them. Never. So maybe instead of trying to fill that hole for them, maybe you maybe you give yourself time. Maybe you maybe you pamper yourself. Maybe you give your time uh, maybe self time to walk. Maybe you give yourself time to read. All I know is you'll never fulfill that hole that he created for them. Jesus can Maybe you give them more Jesus. Maybe you bring more God into your life. Maybe being Maybe showing better than telling is the way to do it. Maybe immerse you and your children in the world of God, in the word of God, and maybe that will help. All I know is this. You are never going to fulfill a hole that somebody else creates. The only person that can fulfill that hole is them and or God. You can't live only for your children. That's correct. You make chain, You make your children live with, with, with you and do everything you will do be, be more rounded in life. Consider, considering we lived on a farm and spent time away camping, I didn't get to see the rest of it. But you get my point, right? So I guess it's no coincidence that God has us reading from the Bible promise book for morning and evenings. And the very first thing that I opened up to today was guilt. No coincidences, folk. Guilt. And we're going to read first from 1 John 1, 9. 1 John 1, 9. And it is titled, Guilt. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. 1 John 1, 9. Also this. Isaiah 55, 7. Let the wicked forsake his way. Let the wicked forsake his own way. There's not much you're going to be able to do about it, you guys. And you're not going to fulfill what that wicked person left behind. It's not possible. God can. And the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return unto the Lord. And he will have mercy upon him. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. Ask forgiveness from the Lord. Receive it and move forward in the glory of God's grace. Your sins are forgiven indeed. Cleanse me and prepare me for the world, for the wonderful life that is to come. Jesus, may I learn from my mistakes and grow from them without allowing them to control my life. Amen. That's what happens, folks, when you try to make up, even to your children, for somebody else's mistakes or somebody else's lack of being there. 
you're not going to fulfill that whole you can't that is outside of your ability you have limits too you have to respect those limits people have to respect those boundaries the best way to pamper yourself is to immerse yourself in the word of god Thank you, Jeremy and Eli. Just case my car service is done, I have to lead suddenly. I remember to bring my earphones. Amazing. Amazing. Jesus will help take away your depression. Definitely. Not Jesus will help. Jesus will just do. He, will, he won't just assist you. He'll just take it. All you got to do is give it to him. I'm just reading some of the comments here, folks. I know that every hole that you need to fill... And every hole that your children need to fill because of somebody else can only be filled by God. It can only be filled by God. That is it. Not even the person who created that hole can literally fill that hole back in fully. He doesn't like to participate in what I like. It's all about him, says Hair Girl 21. Well, that's, that's something that you're going to have to plant seeds and allow God to fix. But... Show him better than you can tell him. Stop talking at him and talk to God. He'll get jealous. He'll get jealous when he sees your relationship with God growing and your relationship with him failing. Jesus is the way, folks. Jesus is the way. Now, I know that sounds weird. I get it. But I want to talk about this Asbury Revival. It's not just Asbury Revival, folks. It's not just Asbury Revival. This revival that I predicted would happen if we overturned Roe v. Wade is unfolding right before our eyes. I knew God told me. God said, we cannot make America great again unless we make America godly again. And we cannot make America godly again unless we overturn Roe v. Wade. Once that happened, God turned his favor back on this, on this country, folks. He did. And you can see it unfolding before your very eyes. It's not just Asbury University. It's like eight or ten universities. And it's spread. It's not just universities now. Now it's places of work. Now it's workplaces and it's places of worship. Everybody around the world is coming together in the name of God. God said, okay, you want to use the Satan? You want to use the name of Satan at the Grammys? You want to use the name of Satan at all these places? You want to you worship Satan? You want to have these disgusting... Um, uh, dens of devils worshiping Satan. Okay, I got something for you. Let me use the Super Bowl real quick. Boom. Use the Super Bowl to trend the name of Jesus. And now Jesus is everywhere. Jesus is everywhere. Do you see how much more powerful God is than Satan? Satan does everything he can for decades. Then he comes out in the open. He no longer hides himself. He no longer is trying to trick the world he exists. Satan is out in the open. He says, here I am. And God says, oh, that's cute. Here I am. Oh, that's cute. That's nice and cute. Good job, Lucifer. Let me show you um, how Jesus works real quick. Boom. The whole world's talking about Jesus. We have over a hundred of hours of worship going on right now. Over a hundred hours of worship going on right now at the Asbury University, the revival. Folks, you're experiencing something new. You are experiencing something you maybe no, let me not maybe. You are experiencing something you have never experienced in your life right now. Not even in the 70s. You think, it's a, you think it's a coincidence that Rise Up is hitting this stride right now? 
You think it's a coincidence that the word of God everywhere you're going, you're starting to see Jesus commercials on TV now? This is the age of revival. Halloween said, Jesus said, hold my beer. I was going to say that, but I didn't. <laughs> but basically, yes. If that was a meme, he'd say, hold my beer. I got this. Let me just show you something. Hold my, hold my water. I'm going to turn it into wine. That's what he said. Jesus said, hold my water. I'm going to turn it into wine. And that's exactly what he did. Woo! I'm telling you, baby. I'm telling you. Look at that. I'm Sullivan said, the Jesus revolution is on so many channels. I see it advertised every day. Amen. God has us right where he wants us to be. Folks, that's why I smile all the time because I know that I am where God wants me to be. I'm where God wants me to be. Hold my water. I'm going to turn it into wine, baby. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Are you? Matter of fact, I'm going to pull that up. Let's go to the revival. Let's go to this beautiful revival. Let's do that. Let's do that. I'm going to pull up some, uh, some revival video. Update from Asbury. Classes have been canceled for the week. And two additional chapels have been opened for overflow. People were in line for nine hours to get a glimpse of this. Folks, that is God. Go ahead and play this. our brother from another mother Ben Berkman was there filming it and we're going to be talking about that on on uh, live from America folks we're going to be talking about that on live from America today and showing a little bit of that and that's just the beginning America has no hope America is dead the America that we knew is long gone. There's no saving America. God literally said, let there be light. And there was an opportunity for an America. Do you really think that making America godly again wasn't going to make America great again? Come on, people. What we are experiencing right now is a miracle. Miracles don't happen anymore. What do you... How do you explain 
Jesus commercials everywhere, Jesus billboards everywhere, Jesus being prayed to live on ESPN and other woke mainstream, uh, lamestream media corporations. The Super Bowl, which played for 120 million viewers, ladies and gentlemen. Trending out of that is the word and the name Jesus, Yeshua. You are experiencing a miracle, and it is no coincidence that that new movie with Jonathan, uh, the guy who plays Jesus in The Chosen, the new Jesus revival movie, that's not a coincidence that it came out this year. Are you kidding me? Come on. Now, I do want to talk about the safety of these people. Because where God is being praised is where the devil is going to attack. The devil attacked Jesus. Why do you think he's not going to attack this revival? Do you think that this revival, do you think Jesus saying here, hold my water, I'm going to turn it into wine? Oh, that's cute, Satan. Let me show you what a real revival looks like. Do you think Satan is going to just ride off into the sunset? No, no. No, as a matter of fact, ladies and gentlemen, Satan is going to go and recruit as many demons as he possibly can and bring them forth to try to crush this revival where it has been born. He is going to do the same thing with this revival that has, that has birthed across America as Herod did with the two-year-old and younger babies, baby boys, in Bethlehem. He's going to try to kill it in its crib. And if you don't think that, then you are very, very, very mistaken. That is where we need to pray for an armor of God, the breastplate of righteousness, the sword of spirit, the helmet of salvation, the belt of truth. We need to pray for these pieces of armor to be placed strategically and swiftly around our baby revival because Satan is going to come and try to kill it in its crib. It is certain. You don't think he's going to send BLM? You don't think he's going to send Antifa? You don't think he's going to send the left, the woke progressives, to try to shut this down and cause violence so that the mainstream media can say, look, look at what these people are doing in the name of God. Look at what these Christians are doing in the name of their God. They're fighting back and they're making it be people that don't, that, that we should have religious freedom and they're pushing religion on everybody in this country. Do you know what I have to say to that? As a matter of fact, ladies and gentlemen, as a matter of fact, the opposite is going to happen. Just like when Satan thought that he defeated God and he defeated Jesus and he deleted Jesus. How wrong he was. Oh, how wrong he was. He sat there and he said, yes, I did it. I defeated you. And just like today, Jesus said, um, <clears throat> excuse me, tapped Satan on the shoulder and said, that's cute. See the holes in my hands? See the holes in my feet? See the resurrected son of, of God? See the Messiah in front of you? You did not 
create a setback? No, Satan, you created a setup. You did not create a setback. You created a setup. And what you thought you were doing, the destruction you thought you were doing by tearing down the word of God, you actually lifted up the word of God and you set uh, Jesus Christ himself on a pedestal so high that even you can't reach it. Thank you, Satan, for that. Thank you for being a weak, unwise fool. Thanks for being a pompous, conceited, unloving, ungodly, unblessed creature that you are. Because without you, we would not know bad from good. Now we know. We see you. Tried to hide, but we see you. I'm looking right at you, Satan. And I'm telling you this. Because we are not fighting the powers of blood and flesh, and we are fighting the powers of evil, the spiritual evil, I know you hear me. I know you're around. I know you're listening. You can't get in, though. <laughs> you're not invited to the party. Have fun sitting out on the porch while we have Thanksgiving dinner in the cold, you blasphemous creature. I'm going to tell you the same thing I said to everybody in the swamp as well. We're coming for you. And you cannot harm us. And you can't beat God. We're coming for you. And while we come for you, we'll be praying for protection around every one of these college students and professors and deans and universities, God is on the move, on the move, hallelujah, God is on the move, hallelujah, woo, he's on the move today, ladies and gentlemen, and like my new song is going to say, do not ever be afraid, don't ever be afraid, Jesus says don't you be afraid, come and walk with me today, my God says don't you be afraid, don't ever be afraid. Jesus says you shall not be afraid. Come and walk with me today. Come on, folks, walk with me today. Let me read from Jesus Listens while I'm all pumped up. God has given me all the power and wisdom, courage and stamina I need. You with me? Let me hear you say amen in the chat. Matter of fact, it seems like we're getting a little bit too tired. Up in the LFA family chat. That is not the way things are supposed to be. Let me see you say amen. And let me see you share the video. Who has not clicked that thumbs up button yet? Come on now. We've got almost 1,100 people watching. We got 404 likes. That's not prudent. Come on, baby. Rumble for God. Rumble for the word. Rumble for the good news. Rumble for Jesus. Jesus has already won. You are so right. Come and take it, Satan. We've got a slingshot and a stone and an almighty God. Woo! Gotta love that. Gotta love that. Look at all of you. Who's tired, says Bad Moon? Come on, who's tired? Who amongst you can't move on? Let's all get behind them and lift them up. Let's put them at the front of our pack. We're only as strong as our weakest link, ladies and gentlemen. Let's not have any weak links. Let's have only one link, and that is a direct link to heaven. Amen? Shared on three platforms and rumbled. Now, that's my girl. That's my girl. She she says, share it to all crappy platforms. That's where we got got to bring God. We got to bring God to the crappy platforms. 
Would you ship coffee to Canada? Well, we would, Michael, but every time we send something to Canada, it comes back. I don't know what it is. New songs about revival are bursting out too. God give Jeremy a new revival song. Oh, he does. He gave me two of them. He gave me two of them. You just wait. It's your battle when you're fighting the devil by yourself. I'm holding on to God and rising up. Woo! Amen. All right. Jesus listens. February 20th, year of our Lord, 2023. Now that I got you all hyped up and sharing. And look at that. We got a $15 donation coming in from Kong. Rumble ranting for heaven. That's how you store up your treasures in heaven right there, ladies and gentlemen. That's how you store. Sharing this to fake book. Dad, a boy or girl. Not sure. <laughs> anyway, satisfy me in the morning with your unfailing love. Satisfy me in the morning with your unfailing love that I may sing for joy and be glad all my days. Sing for joy and be glad all my days. Keep me in your head because I'm standing on the edge. Say a prayer for me. Say a prayer for me. And keep me in your thoughts, because right now that's all I got. Say a prayer for me. Say a prayer, say a prayer, because I could cross the line any minute. And I could use divine intervention. So keep me in your mind for a moment of your time. Say a prayer for me. Say a prayer, say a prayer, say a prayer for me. Sing songs of joy for God. It'll make your day so much better. Remember how I told you to wake up in the morning and smile? Try to add a little song to it. I don't care if you consider yourself a good singer or not. Guess what? God loves your voice. It's not about what society thinks. Eli tells me to stop singing all the time. He hates when I sing. But I ain't singing for Eli. I ain't singing for you. I'm singing for God, baby. And he loves my voice. And he loves all your voices, too. Let's see what you guys think. Eli says, you sound beautiful. <laughs> Sing more. <laughs> Sing it, Jeremy. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate you. That song is going to be called Say a Prayer. Say a prayer, baby. I wake up and I pray to God so I will always have a smile. Smile and sing. Don't be speaking for me, Halloween, says LFA producer. <laughs> Larry says, I'm not healthy enough. Well, guess what, Larry, buddy? I understand. I hear you, man. But sing inside. You don't have to sing vocally if you can't, my brother. If you can't sing vocally, sing from your heart. Because God hears that too. God hears that too. Sing it, Jeremy. Love the song. Our last hymn at church yesterday was... Oh, and it went too fast because I didn't have the slow chat on. Dang it. Just got a call from God. He wants you to stop singing too. <laughs> yeah, right. God would never say that, Eli. Eli's lying. He's blaspheming. He's blaspheming on the show, ladies and gentlemen. Lies. <laughs> okay, here we go. Let's continue this. Thank you, Race Mom. Race Mom said, God loves my voice, Eli. So how about that? $25 to prove it even. <laughs> All right, here we go. I have sought satisfaction in a variety of ways, many of which were hurtful. I have sought satisfaction in a variety of ways, many of which were hurtful. Wow. I've discovered that even good things can fail to satisfy me if I elevate them above you. 
Solomon, folks. Solomon. You are on fire for the Lord today. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. All you have to do is look no further than Solomon, folks. Right there. I've discovered that even good things can fail to satisfy me if I elevate them above you. Wow. So I come to you this morning with my emptiness and my longings. As I sit quietly in your presence, communing with you, I ask you to fill me up to the full with your limitless love. I delight in pondering how wide and long and high and deep is the vast ocean of blessings. Finding my satisfaction in you above all else provides a firm foundation. My building, or by building on the solid foundation, I can be joyful and confident as I go through my days. I know I will continue to encounter hardships because I live in such a terribly broken world. Yet I can count on you to guide me along my ways as I cling to you in trusting dependence. Lord, you make my life meaningful and satisfying while I'm traveling toward my ultimate goal, the gates of glory. Now, 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 now. One thing that I want to do, folks, if I can, if I may right now, is I want to go back and I want to read for you from the entire chapter in which I got today's verse. Okay? Now, this is from Lamentations. I have only done a verse from Lamentations one other time in my life. So doing a verse from Lamentations was definitely God's way of saying, you need to get this message out there today. Now, I titled the show, No Matter How Bad It Gets, right? No Matter How Bad It Gets. Does it get bad? Is it bad for you right now? Are you experiencing troubled times, Larry, Reha? I know you are, my friend. I know you are. Let me read for you prior to the verse, and then we'll get into the verse. We're reading from Lamentations 3, and we're going to start at Lamentations 3.1. I am the man who has seen affliction under the rod of his wrath. He has driven and brought me into darkness without any light. Surely against me, he turns his hand again and again the whole day long. He has made my flesh and my skin waste away. He has broken my bones. He has besieged and enveloped me with bitterness and tribulation. He has made me dwell in darkness like the dead of long ago. He has walled me about so that I cannot escape. He has made my chains heavy, though I call and cry for help. He shuts out my prayer. He has blocked my ways with blocks of stones. He has made my paths crooked. He is, bearing, he is a bear lying in wait for me, a lion in hiding. He turned aside my steps and tore me to pieces. He has made me desolate. He bent his bow and set me as a target for his arrow. He drove into my kidneys the arrows of his quiver. I have become the laughingstock of all peoples, the object of their taunts all day long. He has filled me with bitterness. He has sated me with wormwood. He has made my teeth grind on gravel and made me cower in ashes. 
My soul is bereft of peace. I have forgotten what happiness is. So I say my endurance has perished. So has my hope from the Lord. Now what that does right there, I'm going to stop right there because what that does is set the stage for how many of you have felt that way in your life. How many of you have felt that way? How many are feeling that right now? Don't lie. Don't lie. Tell the truth. Admit it in the comment thread. Everything that I just mentioned describes utter pain, loneliness, forgottenness, hardship, depression, despair, fear, anxiety. Everything that I just read shows that. But there is hope. Remember my affliction and my wanderings. The wormwood and the gal and the gall. My soul continually remembers it and is bowed down within me. But this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercy never comes to an end. They are new every single morning. That's why we have 24 hours in a day. Let yesterday be yesterday. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I, I will hope in him. And today's verse of the day says, The Lord is good to those who wait for him. To the soul who seeks him. It is good that one should wait quietly. It is good for a man that he bear the yoke in his youth. Let him sit alone in silence when it is laid on him. Let him put his mouth in the dust. There may yet be hope. Let him give his cheek to the one who strikes. And let him be filled with insults. For the Lord will not cast off forever. But though he cause grief, he will have compassion. According to the abundance of his steadfast love, for he does not afflict from his heart or grieve the children of men. So no matter what this world is going through, folks, no matter what this country has gone through, no matter if you think there is no hope in this country for your children and your grandchildren, and if you think there's no hope for you, there is. Whether you're neglected from your spouse, whether you've neglected your children, there is repair. There is restoration. There is hope. No matter how bad it gets, ladies and gentlemen, there is always hope. And that is what you should take away from today. No matter how bad it's getting for you, there is always hope. I want to take you out the same way I brought you in. And that's with Matt Mayer's Lord, I need you. Because God, we need you now more than ever. We love you, God. We thank you for this show. We thank you for this wonderful ability that we have to worship together. We ask for this revival of Jesus to continue, Lord, bigger and better than we've ever, ever seen. And Lord, we ask for your will to be done among everything else. Thank you for being here today with me, ladies and gentlemen. 
Sean Farish Ungoverned is coming up next. And I'll see you at 11 a.m. for more Jesus, for more life, for more truth, and for more LFA TV. Thank you for being here on Rise Up. Please rumble on your way out. Please share the video on your way out. Lord, I need you. Here we go. Jesus, you're my